At photographycourse.net, you'll be able to swap your expertise with other photographers, make light instead of wishing for it, expand your portfolio, and receive feedback from professionals, all of which will develop your artistic eye. Photographycourse.net offers an abundance of premium courses and challenges for participants at every stage of their journey, from technical settings for portrait photography, to landscape composition tricks, to how to start your own photography business, we have everything you need to start shooting confidently. You can work at a pace that suits you. Our 52-week project challenge will provide you with the educational resources, encouragement, and support that you need to take great photographs every week. You can join us at any time as our themes are evergreen. You can also start by shooting every day and learning something new with our 365 Days of Photography course. Led by an industry expert who has mentored over 10,000 students, this course will help you take your photography skills to the next level with daily, bite-sized videos. Throughout the process of learning, you'll have access to a community that will provide you with inspiration and motivation. Get encouragement from other photographers every single day. Our current limited time offer comes with a special discount code exclusive to the listeners of this podcast. Get 50% off your first year as a premium member. Claim this discount by going to photographycourse.net and entering the coupon code PODCAST. Come join photographycourse.net and capture more than just a moment. Hello everyone, my name is Taya and I'm the host of Great Big Photography World Podcast, where we interview notable photographers in the industry give advice on a wide variety of topics, and provide tips for beginners and professionals alike. This week's guest is incredibly inspiring to me and very dear to my heart because we used to go to the same school together. I've known him for over a decade, and I know his sister very well. So we have a lot of similar life stories that I found very interesting to discuss throughout the podcast. And also, I'm just very proud of him because he's been taking pictures for only three years. He's still super young. He's only 17 but he already knows what he wants as an aspiring filmmaker and as a photographer. In this episode, we talk about his journey, the struggles he has as a young photographer in the industry, and a bunch of other things that I'm sure you'll find inspiring. Please enjoy. Hello, everyone. I'm very excited to introduce you to Marcus George. He's someone that I've known since a very young age. I've known him since he was a small boy. And since then, he has grown much taller than me. And he's also become a photographer who is uh, very good at taking pictures of people. He's very communicative and very creative. And um, yeah, please say hello to him. Hey, Taya, thanks for having me. And thank you for these compliments. Uh, yes, my name is Marco and I'm 17 years old. And my photography journey started in 2017. I was born in Cyprus and I've known Taya when she was in Cyprus. She knew my sister, we were in the same school, and since then, we just kept the connection online. And yeah, that's how it happened. That's awesome, and you're such a good photographer. You take great pictures of people Thank and you. landscapes, and even yourself. You take pictures of yourself, and the tones are great, and it's clear that you're very good at editing as well. What kind of programs or apps do you like to use for editing? So... Um, I used Lightroom and Photoshop. In the start, I only used Lightroom, and I watched a few YouTube tutorials on how to uh, use the tools and the settings. And yeah, YouTube helped me so much 
with Photoshop also on how to edit the skin and make it smoother and edit out, let's say, a speck of dust on the lens, for example. Yeah, that's how I, I got into these programs. That's awesome. They're all very good programs, especially Lightroom, I think, because it gives you so much control over colors and yeah, definitely. different kinds of tools. Yeah. So you are mainly a portrait photographer. I'd like for you to explain why you got into that genre and what inspired you specifically. So I love interacting with human beings and portrait photography is just amazing because you could just speak with that person and joke around and ask the, their opinion on what position they're comfortable in, on what they would like to do, what style of photography. And yeah, just interacting with them and asking them for their opinion. That's amazing. And what inspired me is uh, a YouTuber called Peter McKinnon. Uh, he's very well known. And yeah, I love watching his videos on editing and traveling and taking pictures and just the traveling lifestyle with the photography that inspired me so much into getting into photography and also combining photography with art in my school when I had the IGCSC course yeah that was that was amazing I made really nice pieces there and um, I think I got a an A in, in IGCSC art Oh, wow. Good job. Thank you. For me, I also went to the same school as Marcus mentioned, and I went to the same art class, so I know what he's talking about. And it's definitely an inspiring atmosphere, and I like that you were also inspired by by drawing, and you were able to merge that with your photography. And yes, I agree with what you said about travel photography and being inspired by Peter, because he is a very versatile photographer and so well-known and so creative with everything that he works with. So. Regarding travel photography, since you're so inspired by that, do you have any goals for that in the future? And what are your general photography goals? Yeah, definitely. I would love to travel around. That would be my goal. And take different portraits of people and their culture and people that are really deep into their culture. For example, tribes in Africa, for example. That's very inspiring to me. And just traveling around and finding out and learning about new cultures that's amazing while taking capturing these moments specifically i would love to uh, develop my self photography skills because i got into that recently and yeah i really love it it's just calming how you could be alone and just you know not stressing out that the person in front of you because the person in front of you is you so yeah I love self-photography, and I would love to develop that. That's incredible. Yeah, I know what the feeling is like of modeling for yourself, because then, as you said, you're not really pressured or stressed, and you don't have any time constraints, and yeah. you're not worried about your model feeling awkward because you're the model. And is that something that you would recommend to beginners in photography, those especially who want to maybe portrait photography? Would it help to take self-portraits to understand your models? Personally, I started by taking photos of other people um, Mm -hmm. until I got my tripod, my first tripod. And then I actually got inspired by your self-photography pictures. Yeah, I just realized I could open the app on my phone and see what my camera sees. And yeah, I, I think I would recommend it to people beginning. You know, it's just 
amazing how you could pose for yourself and just see how you look, you know, and it's just going to help you know what to tell if you're taking photos of real models. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For me personally, it has helped me a lot with giving instructions to models because if I didn't model for myself, I wouldn't know how it feels to be in front of the camera. And it would be harder for me to empathize with models. But once you understand how it works, I think it's much easier in that sense. You can really get comfortable with anybody that you're taking photos of. So it's yeah. cool that you're into self-portrait photography as well. And you're doing a great job already. Thank um, you so, much. so I know that every photographer has some sort of struggle. And for you, as someone who is still pretty new, especially to self-portrait photography, what kind of struggles have you gone through and how have you overcome them? So my main struggle is with equipment because, as you all know, lenses are pretty expensive. Mm -hmm. So how I overcome that is I try to either borrow from some other photographer friends. Um, I've seen many things on YouTube on how to take advantage of any lens you have. For example, I bought the, the 50 millimeter and it's very limited to portrait photography. But I recently watched a video on that you could flip your lens and take like really um, microscopic photos. Not really microscope level, but, you know, it's just enlarges and focuses on stuff very small, for example, flowers. And yeah, just taking advantage of what lens you have and being creative with it is, um, is a way to solve that problem. Yeah, no, I think that's really great advice because... I have been using the 50 millimeter 1.8 for the longest time, like so many years. And of course, not everyone has access to so many lenses and cameras all the time. And yeah. it's definitely something you can overcome without an issue. You can come up with so many creative ways to approach it. You can try freelancing where it's you kind of detach your lens from your camera and it creates like a tilt shift effect with some yeah. parts of the image being super blurry. Have you ever tried that? I haven't done that one specifically, no. But I've seen Check out. videos on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've done it a few times. And it does come with its own risks. So you have to be careful. But the results are cool. And what you mentioned about the, the macro effect, you turn your camera, your, turn your lens the other yeah. way and focus on things super close. That's cool, too. So lenses are very versatile. And you have to just be creative with the way you approach them. And I think what you're doing is cool and you're going to go really far already if you, Thank you see potential in the equipment that you have. Exactly, yeah. So um, you started three years ago, right? Yes. What advice would you give to the person who started taking pictures three years ago? Um, the advice I would give my younger self would be stay consistent. Upload like on my Instagram page every week for example, or every two weeks and don't like leave it to the last minute or be lazy about it and just get out there, you know, also make more photographer friends because they're going to inspire you and they'll make you challenge yourself into taking better photos. Mm -hmm. And something that I found out really recently with Taya's Facebook group is join many photographer groups that have challenges or that have people posting all the time because then you you get to see other people's work and other beginner photographers work and you just get inspired by new ideas all the time and that would be a very good advice join groups and make more photographer friends yeah i like to uh 
I like to focus on that as well when I give advice to people. Just join groups and make sure you build a community. And uh, yeah, the Facebook group that we have, it's private, but everybody's welcome to join. It's the photographycourse.net group. Anyone who's listening who wants to join a community, feel free to join ours and uh, connect with people like Marcos and me. And we will be happy to support and inspire you. So since you mentioned that you want to make more photographer friends and build your community of people that you know in the industry, are there any specific photographers that you're following maybe that you really look up to? Um, I don't follow many um, large photographers, but I have made a few friends in Cyprus that also take photographs and are trying to grow also. Um, also, I have followed many um, photography hashtags, for example, hashtag Canon on Facebook. And you just see many uploads every day and it's inspiring. Yeah, that's definitely inspiring. I think that's very good advice. Uh, just a tip even for photographers. If you don't know who specifically to follow or if you are an absolute beginner and you don't know what kind of genre you would like to pursue, I think it would be a good idea to just look up different hashtags, just follow them and you'll be exposed to so many different kinds of pictures all the time. And you can even follow those feature accounts where they feature like the best of the best or, you know, the most eye-catching pictures in a specific genre. It's good too. Yeah, to that, I think. Photographycourse.net is a place where you can find an abundance of photography inspiration in different forms like premium courses, articles, video tutorials, editing resources, and much more. We have a thriving community where you can meet new people, receive constructive criticism, and discover new ideas every single day. Here is a message from one of our top community members, Robert Morton. Hi, my name is Rob. I specialize in wildlife photography and landscape photography. I'm a member of photographycourse.net online community. I like the community because you get some fantastic ideas and some great feedback. So take your photography to the next level by clicking the link in the description. That's what I did and I haven't looked back. If you want to join our online community, go to photographycourse.net and enter the coupon code podcast to get 50% off your first year as a premium member. Yeah, cool. Okay, so um, when you take pictures of people, how do you communicate with them so that they feel comfortable and they know how to pose for your camera? Um, so I'd like to joke around with them first, you know, make them comfortable before we start shooting. And, you know, I'm always welcome for them. I always tell them, uh, bring your friends if you'd like. You know, we could all laugh and take a few pics that helps them, you know, because if we're strangers, then a friend that knows both of us or a friend of theirs, you know, I, I can make them feel more comfortable. Also, I like them to be involved in the process. I like to ask them if they like this picture, if they are uh, comfortable in this position, or if they like some kind of pose that they'd like to do. And yeah, we also take weird pictures that I only send to them <laughs> and I don't post. I also compliment them and when I take a very, very good photo of them that I really like, you know, I express it with everything I have, you know. If I take a very good photo, I just tell them, wow, that's amazing, you look great, you know, and they just feel that confidence boost and I show them the photo and they like it. It's just amazing to interact with these people. 
Yeah, that's a very nice approach. I agree with what you said. That's like you're only 17. That's very young in general. And I'm wondering if that affects the way that you are in the industry. Like, how do you feel as a young person and as a photographer? Um, it's definitely overwhelming because I see all these photographers that are very experienced and much older than me. And it's just like, wow, how, when will I get to their level or but it's, it's good to, and then I say to myself, it's good to start at a young age and to find my talent at a young age. Just like you, you know, you, just, you started photography when you were 13, I think. When, when did you start? I was 12. 12. Wow. That's way before I started. But yeah, it's, it's crazy. And just seeing the, the bigger players in the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? I remember when I was 12. Instagram wasn't really a thing, which makes me feel like a grandma, but it's true. <laughs> it wasn't a thing back then. And yeah. maybe it was in the works, but nobody was really using it actively. And photographers had other platforms. Like I remember Flickr was the thing back then. And yeah. it was harder for me to compare my work to other people's work because I was not exposed to so much information because it was just not a thing on social media back then. But now... Yeah, honestly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being a young person now, you're exposed to so much stuff. And it's not just photography. It's just general information. It's the news. It's especially Instagram and Facebook. I think mostly Instagram, though, right? Because um, young yeah. people tend to be using Instagram more now, right? Yeah, Instagram is a great platform for photography. And honestly, what kept me like going is my followers and my friends. They support my photography. And even though I'm young in the industry... Like, they make me feel like I'm doing well. Mm, that's awesome. It's very good to have a supportive community. And speaking yeah. of Instagram and your followers, you have such a high engagement rate. I've noticed that all of your pictures have many, many likes, um, many comments, and people are not just bots. They're actual people who truly admire your work. And you get more likes per picture than other accounts with thousands of followers. And that is very intriguing to me. Yeah. Well, I started with... People I knew from Cyprus, you know, they, they became my first followers. And then I started following hashtags and liking other people's content and commenting. And that, you know, it made me feel more, it made them feel like I'm more authentic. And that's how they follow back and like. And I just think you have to be authentic and good with people and compliment their work. And then you're going to get a big engagement, you know, people yeah. like your work. And yeah, that's how it is. And you got to be con consistent upload, Absolutely. which is a small problem with me. I'm trying to fix, you know, <laughs> I'm, yeah. not, I'm not being very consistent uh, recently. But yeah, I'm working with that now that there's quarantine. I could take more self-photography pictures and explore even more ways of photography, not just portrait and self-photography. That's fantastic. Are there any other genres that you're interested in right now? Um, I'm not very good with the names. I That's think it's fun. fine art photography. Oh, fine um, art, yes. I see. Mm -hmm. or, or like, because what I did in uh, two years ago in art IGCSC in school, I, I started with 3D models, for example. Yeah, and it was just fine art photography and merging stuff into each other. It was very could say bizarre <laughs> but mm -hmm. yeah I enjoyed that and I think 
implementing photography with that will be good. So I'm starting to explore that too. That's very cool. It's nice that you get to experiment, not just with photography, as I said, but with, you know, 3D stuff and drawing. And I think those are connected in many ways, many ways yeah. that we might not even realize. Oh, okay. So you and I have many shows that we like to watch together, specifically one show. And yeah. I know for a fact for myself as a photographer, whenever I watch a show that has very good lighting and storytelling, I'm instantly inspired. I'm inspired by the cinematography. I want to get up and go out and take pictures. Does that affect yeah. your photography as well, watching shows and movies in general? Um, the show we're talking about is The 100. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. in, in their first season, they had such awesome like scenes. You know, it's like a, it's a, a story with nuclear bombs and stuff uh, 100 years later, you know. And just mm-hmm. like the radioactive plants, and they just look so amazing. Um, I'm not a big fan of live uh, landscape photography or nature photography, but I really do love these scenes. And it just makes me want to do get into videography. I've been wanting to start that for a while, and hopefully yeah, I get into it. That's cool. Very cool. Yeah, I I can see the significance and the similarities between videography and photography because pictures are just you know they're still they're standing and then with filmmaking it's basically like millions and billions of pictures together so definitely is the similarity there and i think many photographers that um, i admire and follow they have gone to um, be filmmakers and they've made short films so it is a nice transition in my opinion yeah i really love watching People with low budgets make really creative videos and they're very inspiring to watch. And yeah, I'm having a bit of a lens problem because the 50 millimeter isn't really good with photography, but I'll, you know, we'll get past that. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm sure you'll find a way out because you're so creative and you're very good at finding solutions, which brings me to the question when you do feel very frustrated, like I know that's, I know that's a thing because for me, I remember, especially when I started out, I was so frustrated all the time because I was like, I need my picture to look like this. Why doesn't it look like the why? Yeah. <laughs> so how do you deal with that frustration? Like, have you ever wanted to give up or do you take breaks? Uh, yeah, I uh, that frustration is kind of bad. But yeah, taking breaks was the one for me. I didn't really want to um, quit at all because... It's it's a good hobby, you know, it's very liberating to just go out and take photographs of your friends of or of yourself. Yeah, when when your photo doesn't look like what you want it to look, just get more creative and make it look like something else, you know. Yeah. yeah. And just be patient, I think. That's a very good approach as well. Cause I remember I was yeah. so impatient starting out. I just didn't know what the process was like i just expected my results to look exactly like they did in my mind and then with time i realized okay maybe i need to be a little bit more patient and that definitely changed it for me i now when i take self-portraits especially because you're in charge of so many things even when you take pictures of your cats or your dog or anything you need patience you need a lot of patience and once you accept that and it becomes a part of your process then it'll be easier for you to take the kinds of pictures that you're truly proud of okay question for you is i know that there are many photographers out there who are absolute beginners 
who are struggling with equipment. They don't have enough money to invest in fancy equipment, even a tripod. What advice would you give to these people who want to make their creative ideas come to life? So I had this issue before I started, but my advice would be use your smartphone. And there are many videos on YouTube showing you how to make your photos more fancier. You know, editing is a big part of it. Using buying like small lights and enhancing your photos and using glass to reflect light. You know, it's it's very it's a very cool process if you start with your smartphone. And you might even take better photos with your smartphone than you would take with your DSLR camera. And when you start with your phone, then when you actually get a camera, you could see that you learn so much and you don't need to go through that learning process with your DSLR. And it's going to be just so easy to get into it uh, when you get actual equipment. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I think that's a very good point to make because... When I started out as well, I had a smartphone only. And it was, you could barely call it a smartphone. It was like, you know, one of those like Blackberry type phones. It wasn't even a yeah. with the keyboard. <laughs> oh my gosh, I was obsessed with it. I tried to play Club Penguin on it. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I was so inspired. I didn't care what kind of equipment I had. And I just took pictures with that camera. Yeah. And it was like no megapixels, like one to two megapixels. <laughs> and to me, if, if that you really, yeah. If you really mm-hmm. have the talent, you're going to find out from your smartphone even. And yes. yeah, you don't need to, when you waste money on a camera, then figure out that you, you don't really have a talent, for example. Yeah, I mean, that's an important to thing to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I remember back then, I I just had that smartphone and then I upgraded years later to a small like, t- camera that tourists use. Yeah. <laughs> Even that for me, like I could create those, um, I could create that bokeh, the, the circles in the background. That was so inspiring to me. And yeah. once I finally got to a proper camera, many years later, I was already ready for that challenge and I was super inspired. So don't feel disappointed and don't feel like you're a failure if you can't invest in equipment that is, you know, that seems like it's the only equipment you should use. If it's just your smartphone that you have, and today's smartphones have much better cameras than they did back then. You can achieve yeah. a lot. And there are so many articles out there on smartphone photography, how to take pictures with uh, a smartphone when you're traveling. Some people rely on that. Some famous photographers. Um, the first one that comes to mind for me is Kevin Russ. He exclusively takes pictures with the smartphone camera. And he's so famous. He has 200,000 followers on Instagram alone. He has been taking pictures for a long time. and his photographs are landscapes, wildlife, people sometimes, and it's so beautiful. You could barely tell that it was taken with the smartphone. So yeah, definitely don't feel discouraged and know that you will be able to upgrade one day. And until then, experiment with what you have. Exactly. Yeah, you're not alone in the in that thing, in that issue. There are many people that are also struggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when you join a community... When you join a community, you'll be able to maybe relate to people, find people in a similar situation because groups, Facebook groups, they have all kinds of people and all kinds of people are struggling with all kinds of things. And there's surely something that you could relate to or that they could relate to in your case. So, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Marco, it was so fun talking to you, my childhood friend. Thank you for enlightening our listeners and for sharing your journey with us. I'm really excited to see where you keep on going as a photographer. And I will leave 
all of the links to your portfolios and social media platforms in the description. Please check out Marcus's work, get inspired and reach out to him, build a community together. Thank you, Marco, for your time. Yeah, thank you so much, Ty, and uh, for having me. And it was very fun to talk about my journey. And yeah, just uh, stay inspired and get creative. Awesome. Okay, Marco, talk soon. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. I hope you found Marco's story inspiring. I definitely did. It inspired me to get up and try new things and get out of my shell. And just remember what it's like to be a young photographer. Because when I started, I knew nothing about photography. And it was in its own way very blissful because I gave myself the opportunity to get as creative as I wanted. And I broke rules without even realizing it. And I think it's a state that many of us can come back to whenever we want. And to achieve that, all we have to do is just get up and try something new. And just be a beginner, whether it's in filmmaking or in another photography genre, there's always an opportunity to start over. And once you do come back to what you're familiar with, you're going to have more confidence and more creativity in general. I hope you enjoyed this interview. I look forward to seeing you next week. And please feel free to share all of your feedback and questions and suggestions in our Facebook group. Talk soon. There's a simple reason why PhotographyCourse.net is the highest rated photography community in the world. It's because the people who use it made it that way. Why not join us right now? Improve your skills, get exposure, and discover an exciting new world of photography. While you're at it, claim your special discount code by going to photographycourse.net and entering the coupon code PODCAST to get 50% off your first year as a premium member.